Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Well, how's it going, Tim? Hey, Chad, what's happening, man? Going pretty good. Yeah, not too much, not too much. We got in a big win over at BYU, took care of business, did what we needed to do there. Uh, good day for a white Russian, so having a couple of those. Um, what else? What else did we do? Uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, we, we didn't have a bad week, not a bad week at all. Oh, yeah, man. Not a bad week. Snap the losing streak. That's why I've got this weird tropical discord background because that's what I had last week and we won. So until we lose, it's <laughs> weird things behind me. It's cool, though. Like hey, yeah, I mean, uh, sorry. Sorry, Chad. It's like, yeah, it's a, it was good to see a win and uh, a road win. Still kind of worrisome to give up that many points, but but, you know, KJ being back, you know, we score fifty two and look the offense looked looked really good. Yeah, no, we uh the offense looked good. Uh, they was able to go out there, move the ball, do what they needed to do. I did not think the defense looked good. I was talking about it all through the game. Um and you know, they they uh you know, they were all right, I guess. You know, Hudson uh got the uh Clark got the uh defensive player of the week in the SEC, so you gotta give a you know, hats off to that. Like, how hard are you playing to get rocked as many times as he's gotten rocked, man? Like, you've seen it just laid out by the offensive folks. And to come back and just keep coming after you, you know what I mean? Like a like a wild hog, man. Just back right. into the corner. Just, just keep uh, coming. Just well, keep I mean, coming, you know. It's, a, it's, it's awesome. I mean, it's awesome that he put forth so much effort that he's able to overcome uh, some of his size, you know, uh, issues in the in, in college football, you know. And it's nice to go over to BYU, you know. They're not SEC caliber team. We talked about this last week before, you know, we went over there and played. We talked about, you know, how they were a little bit slow. We saw that, you know, size differentiation. We saw that. So, you know, it was – it was awesome to see him get out there and show out a little bit. 
Yeah, it was nice to see some turnovers. So he gets both, he gets the interception and he gets the fumble recovery. So he gets, you know, uh, two of those turnovers, and uh, yeah. which we needed. Haven't had one in several weeks, or we might have had one some somewhere sprinkled in there, but kept missing on a lot. So it's nice to see us force three turnovers. But yeah, like only still, still wasn't encouraged. The fourth quarter, I mean, it's nice to put a clamp when you had to. Uh, at least for the defense, they didn't they didn't submit to any altitude tire. You know what I mean? The touchdown they give up. Puka scores just went insane on us. Three, you know he's been out most of the season, but he was healthy, of course. When when um, when we come to visit, he scores three touchdowns. I leave him on the bench in my fantasy team because he was playing Arkansas, and uh, he puts up whatever three touchdowns, but. Uh, if they score their last touchdown, five minutes left in the third quarter, and then at least from then, you know, they're able to they're able to get some stops and kind of uh, with the offenses help seal the game. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, you just gotta you can't we gotta we gotta we gotta stop this uh, allowing teams to score a wheel um, on us. And you know, you saw it again this BYU game, and yeah, they only put up you know. 35 points and thank goodness they wasn't a better team you know what i mean or they would have you know put up more points so we gotta we gotta get it figured out defensively we gotta do something we can't uh and we just can't keep going forward uh you know i don't know i guess it's like Pittman said he said uh, we gotta go out there and not score these folks and that's just a scary mentality to have i feel like uh, uh when you feel like you have to outscore people you get in games, you're not doing good. You start taking chances. You start doing some things, try to get some points on the board you wouldn't normally do. You know, you make some mistakes you wouldn't normally make. Um, and, you know, that's 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 worrisome, you know. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Look, there's the other thing that I got to ask you about, right? That <laughs> get your opinion on. Everybody keeps talking about Sanders putting up the numbers that McFadden put up actually on a better pace, outpacing McFadden at this point. Um, and, you know, we've, we've talked about this uh, in the past. It's like, what, what would you do? You'd be crazy not to give the ball to McFadden, you know. Uh, and we got a coach benching a guy that's putting up McFadden-type numbers you know, because he got a fumble. And, I mean, I hate to say it, but, man, we've had quarterbacks set the ball on the ground like a loaf of bread. Like, we've we've had a lot of bad fumbles in Arkansas history, man. You know, uh, I think you just tell him not to fumble again and send him back out there. He didn't want to do that, you know. And he says it in the press conference, too. He's like, oh, yeah, he cares. So I felt like I had to, you know, put him on the bench because I know he cares and this, that, and other. Well, if you know he cares, you don't have to put him on the bench because he's already pissed off at himself. So all you're doing is compounding that, right? But then he comes out and puts up freaking record numbers after that. So maybe, you know, maybe that mind game was the right mind game to play. You know, maybe he knows. Maybe he knows his player better than me. You know, a guy sitting on the sideline watching it from TV. But it's just something to think about. You know, it's just some things to to throw around. You know, what's the right, what's the right way there? There's two distinct paths, you know. And you say, Pittman, take the, you know, the uh, hardcore, you know, old style mentality and bench the guy. Yeah, watching the game, it seemed like 
Because he, as soon as he came back in, he rattled off like a seven-yard run or something. Was just running hard, and I was thinking, oh wow, you know, great move by Pittman to like rest him because we have some quality running backs behind him. Like it's just solid move to rest him in this altitude, come back and finish the game. Mm-hmm. And then I, okay, it's it's because of that. I was like, man, I don't know. He's not like just a fumble. Like he don't fumble all the time. I don't. I mean, it's I I get it, man. You don't want him to. I'm if but you're saying if you. If, if Pittman trusts him to like, no, you know, you know, he's upset about the fumble and you know what I mean? Then put him back in there soon after, not wait that long. Cause maybe we could have, you know, like I was saying that last touchdown, it was still also that's close to the fourth quarter. It was still a three point game or we were only up three points in that third quarter there at the end. Like, Oh man, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like we blew him out just that entire second half yeah. and you wait till, Wait a long time to put him back in after that. Um, the thing with McFadden, man, I don't know. I just uh... McFadden was. Yeah, well, it's McFadden hard for me to say, there. man. And and in this offense, uh, Sanders isn't in the show. Rockets not the show. Rockets like Felix Jones to McFadden, right? Like that's where that's where I'd put him right there at number two, second, great second player, right? But. KJ's the show, man. He's the damn show. He's the guy that's out there putting it on and doing some wild stuff. Everybody's got their, you know, focus on. But, you know, you start talking about putting up, you know, McFadden numbers. You start talking about the best numbers Arkansas has ever seen at running back. Right? And you're talking about it's happening again. Like, he's outpacing him right now. So how fair is that to, like, man, give that kid the ball. Give him the ball, yeah. man. You know, I want to see him get a shot at that South Carolina, that DMAC South Carolina record when he had 350 yards rushing. Hmm. Just, you know what I mean? See, see if see what he can do with that. See if we can pull up one of those games against Ole Miss when they roll into town and just like just run all over them. You gotta have a big game when you're putting up those type of numbers. You, you're gonna have boy, like a breakout, just massive game. And it didn't feel like the BYU game was. Like a breakout massive game, but I mean he did great. I mean he was a, he had it put up great numbers. But you like I feel like there's gonna be a game where it's just like he took it, he took it, and he won it. You know, uh, just by running the ball. If they'll give it to him, you know, and that's the thing, you gotta give him the ball right consistently. You know, I I feel like you know we've talked about this before that you got a whole you know mentality with with the way that they call the plays where they're so you know like bang 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 this is what we're gonna do exactly you know and uh we're gonna we're gonna rattle off two run plays and we're gonna pass the ball we're gonna rattle off two run plays we're gonna pass the ball you know it's like man just throw it deep on first what happens if we do that you know what happens with the ran on third like who knows oh yeah man He's having a he's having a heck of a year though. I mean, so in that situation, Pittman didn't bench when KJ fumbled, and I wouldn't have benched KJ obviously after this too. But when KJ fumbled against A and M down at the one yard line, and going in for that score instead of just you know living to play a second or third down, whatever was next, and letting A and M take the ball and run it back. But like he didn't bench KJ after that. Yeah. Maybe it's separate quarterback and running back situation. I don't know. And we got three good running backs too. I mean, you also start throwing green in the mix and start talking about, you know, 
what, what he's done this year. Every time he's touches the ball, he's ripped off a whole ton of yardage. You know? It feels like to me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he does definitely. He looks, he looks, he's got some explosive speed. He's made some big plays. I like when he runs. Um, 45 carries so far this year is not a, enough, but I know I say it, say it all, all every week. It's like, man, I just wish we had like 15 carries ain't enough for Rocket, man. Only 11. 11 is right for AJ Green and stuff, but it feels like we should get more. I want to see a game where we're able to just, Rocket's got 30 carries, AJ's got you know, 18 or so, and we're still able to pass the ball. <laughs> still a fair number of passing you going on. But yeah. That's I mean, not enough in that game for AJ. Why are we still not lining up in a power, with a power run game if we got a running back that that's, that's, that's putting up those type of numbers too? I don't understand that either. You know, I understand why our offense coordinator's trotting everybody out there, you know, and, and running this pistol slash shotgun formation that he runs you know like let's get some let's get some power running you know and if you want to run that out of the pistol you know you can definitely do it nevada did it for years they had a hell of a power run game out of the pistol you know so but we don't have i don't i don't feel like we have a good big package i've talked about this i don't feel like we got a good power run game it'd be nice to have that because we're talking about having running backs are that are awesome right you know, so you got to start thinking, like, why is that? Like, is it because we got undersized linemen? Like, why would they be doing that? I don't think that's the case. I think we got excellent linemen. I think it's just the offensive scheme they've put in. No, yeah, offensive line. I was about to say, they played a heck of a game the other day. No sacks. KJ not getting sacked. Of course, he got out of one. He avoided three sacks on one play, uh, on one thing. But, you know, the running back, or the whole run game, Quarterback included, everybody that ran the ball, no lost plays. You know, there was no negative plays uh, from the like from the offense. So everything was moving forward, or at least at least back to the line of scrimmage. And the offense line seemed like they're. I mean, I know BYU's not SEC defense, so it's kind of harder to say. Even Auburn's defense will be, I'm sure, better. So, but this game they they played really well. So like you're. To your point, like utilize that man. You build it. Pittman's an offensive line coach. It's all right, man. You don't have to feel pressured to just sit back there in the pistol all the time. Yeah, did you start looking at Hasselwood and Thompson and Landers and the receiving crew out there that are? Te- I mean, they're tearing it up. They tore it up that last game too. They had a good game too. You know, oh, yeah. it was nice to be able to see us be able to throw it when we got in a situation. Uh, where we could. I mean, it's like we're multidimensional. We're a multidimensional team. A lot of coaches would be, you know, begging for that. So, man. I mean, 40, 42 rushes, 40 passes, you know, pretty, pretty balanced, 42 to 40. Goodness. What a mess. Yeah, it's nice. And, uh, I have to delete everything that says lose on our podcast and put win there and that's going to be the best part of my night honestly can't wait to do that it was cool i broke that losing streak dude and we're only three like we've only got three losses guys like so i mean that's not bad there's years where we would have done anything for a three loss team man and it wasn't too long ago so don't start thinking like you know this is bad, but at the same time, 
I don't want to lose many more because then I feel like no, I'm no. digressing at that point, you know, and I, I don't want to move backwards. I've, you still got a shot and people can laugh at me, man, but the schedule eases up, you know, somewhat the rest of the year. Or at least there's no just big linger. There's no Bama and, you know, somebody like that on the schedule, Tennessee or Georgia. Somebody like that on the schedule the rest of our year. Ole Miss, is, they're number seven and undefeated. Um, so that is that's definitely interesting. And LSU's actually they've played better in conference play. I still don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I still don't. <laughs> Every time I bath, I just don't think LSU's a great football team this year, and they're five and two, a little better than us. So what can I say? But it just feels like there's winnable opportunities the rest of the year, um, especially if KJ and the rest of the team, you know, we don't, you know, we stay pretty healthy. Still got a chance nine and three, and then ten win season if we get a, a bowl victory. That wouldn't be that would at least be moving up, you know. Yeah. Expecting more of the season, but it's all is not lost. This run of games for Auburn is tough. You know, yeah. they get they they get you know they go and play Mercer, San Jose, Penn State. You know, whatever you want to think about them and what they've done, they're, they're all right football team. In Missouri, which ain't very good, right? And they just barely beat damn Missouri. Yeah. The only other two teams they win are the Barster and San Jose, and they might as well be Missouri. Then they have they had to play LSU, Georgia, Ole Miss, then us like just a monster schedule. Mississippi State right after Texas A and M, just whew, tough schedule, man. They really do got a tough schedule this year. Western Kentucky, that ought to be an easy game for them. Hopefully they'll win it after getting beat up by all these teams. Goodness gracious. They'll be four, and that would make them, if that was their lone win the rest of the year, that would be four wins going to Alabama. You know, coach, if he's not fired yet, man, you know, maybe he can go out there and beat Bama. Put two losses on Bama. That'd be cool. Surely they won't fire him unless he loses the WKU. I would think they'd let him. Go ahead and coach us this year out. Oh yeah, no, I just know they're already unhappy with. It. It's like, well, he's you got a weirdo man. Nobody wanted to hire him, man. I don't like the guy. He's a he's an ass. He's a prick, and he's getting what's coming to him. So, you know. Yeah, man. You get uh, you get what you pay for, you know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to play him. You know, go ahead and get that W. I think it's going to be, uh, you know, I think it's going to be fun. So, at least I think we'll be able to beat Auburn. I don't know. I'm not terribly concerned about them. They haven't, you know, really done anything that's amazing this year, you know. Uh, feel like they feel like a lost team, right? They feel like a team that doesn't have an identity right now. You know, uh, where we were a few years back is where it feels like they're at, unfortunately. Yeah, they thought they thought what uh, I guess T.J. Finley. Uh, he may be he may be even hurt. I haven't really watched too much there. There's been so much other good football, college football on that it's just hard to find time for Auburn, a crappy Auburn football. Uh, Team, but I know they started the season with Finley at quarterbacks. They moved to Robbie Ashford. I have no idea who he is. Like I've seen, 
You know what I mean? Other teams, I, I was like, man, I've seen a lot of SEC teams. Like, I, Robbie Ashford. Freshman, so you know you're in trouble when you got a red shirt freshman as your quarterback. Four touchdowns, five interceptions, averages 144 yards passing a game. This is the team we want to play. Like, <laughs> we don't throw, they're not a big passing team, you know. Mm-hmm. They're not, not what we fa- kind of faced. Uh, pretty good, you know, Bryce Young or uh, Will Rogers. Mississippi State. This guy's not. Let well, I me mean, watch him throw 350 yards on us, you know, right in front of us next week, weekend or whenever. But, but that's not my prediction, man. Um, it does look like dual threat. It looks like he rushed 74 rushes, 400 or 307 yards, I guess, in that. Yeah, I think Yeah, you know, I think their wide receivers are, are average, you know. Uh, wide receivers on this team. I think really where they're the best my positions right now is that they're tied in and they're uh, running back, that Bigsby kid. You remember Bigsby was yeah. running around last oh, yeah. year too, so uh, he's looking really good. That way, Auburn seems to have a either a decent running back or running back that kills us every now and then. <laughs> yeah. A good bit of it. Um, yeah, he's definitely the Focal, focal port. Ah, oh, goodness and gracious! And that Shakespeare tied in. He's a senior. He's been there for a while, but he's made some. You know, he makes he's made some good plays. You know, uh, you see you see his name called every once in a while over the years. So. Yeah, yeah, he's second leading receiver for him. John Samuel, oh Shanker. Yeah, yeah. I just remember like he's seeing called, like. Yeah. Seen him on the TV. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm usually doing other stuff when the Auburn game's on. So, like, I don't know what he did. I just recall him saying his name and talking about him. <laughs> I mean, it's their second leading target on the, in the receiving game, man. He's up there. So, especially if he would say he's a senior, then somewhere in the imprint of your mind, old John Samuel Shanker. Likes to leak out, you know. Likes to leak out on the. Probably a big third down. He probably catches some little shit pass. Five yards. <laughs> That's what Just we want. Over. We want the quarterback to be tearing it up. The quarterback and the tight end to be tearing it up. Little short <laughs> Just passes. Just forward. getting hammered by the linebackers. Rock. That's the Clark coming in. Three to five yards. Just. I hope he does. Maybe he'll come in on this and leave his feet on some of these tackles. Get a little bit more trajectory going behind him. He probably probably just get lower than some of these folks, too. He could probably just work on just getting underneath. Underneath them in some of these situations. Getting a little more lift. Oh, sorry, man. I, I apologize to you and the listeners, viewers, man. No, there's just been some weird, like, noises outside. Man, I didn't hear them until just now. My wife like heard it about 10 or 12 over, like. Like a ghost? I don't know, man. You know, I heard a kid died out in that lake, man. Fell out of a canoe. Say- drowned out there. Walked around man? through the woods. 
wearing a hockey mask and enough. But I don't know. It's probably just a story. Why'd you say such things, man? Well, they say he went down there to swim off the bluff years back, man. Oh, my God. Well, that's it. It's the end of the hog call. I guess we're done with this show. This is uh, how we're going to wrap it up. I wonder if the people on audio right now, it's like, what is going on? What had just happened? But for everybody that can't see this at the moment, he disappeared and then reappeared. Come here, man. We thought it disappeared. You all right? Things cool, isn't it? He's got a hook on his right hand. You hear him dragging it. Happy October, everybody. So, creepy thing. That freaked me out. I just I'm all did, worried. I yeah. just did different movie plots, dude. <laughs> He knows what you did last summer. I'm sorry, man. I'll get back. We can edit that out, maybe. <clears throat> anyway, their defense, Auburn defense, um, they're pretty good. Better than their offense. You know, they've been able to hold some teams to, uh, to some points, you know, this year. So, they're not terrible you know no 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 they're definitely known more for that side of the ball especially this year um let's try to look up some don't have the game notes for this game since so next week but uh it always sucks when they don't have it. it always makes it so much harder you know when they don't put the notes up uh, I like to do for most other games. You know, Liberty, it's always the small schools, always the best notes. Let's see where. Let's see here. Okay. Total defense. Where that? One down, what the? Somebody's messing around. Don't What'd like you it. Do? Oh, man, it's just like, wow. Looking for. Can I see points per game? I don't want to see yards per game. That's not good for Illinois. First and yards per game. We're going to end up playing Illinois in the bowl game. Let's see here. Well, they've held everybody to a low score pretty much, except for Penn yeah. State, Georgia, and, all, and uh, Ole Miss, right? Penn yep. State put up 41, Georgia put up 42, uh, Ole Miss put up 48. So that's the magic number. So if we put up 40, anything, we're, we're going to beat them probably. You know, because yep. they're only putting up at best, you know, 34 points, right, on their, their best game. Most games, they're averaging 16, 15 points, right? So, you know, seems to be, even when they're doing good, seems to be the magic number. So you could say... Lowest 
you know, as long as we hit 35 points, we're probably going to win this game. But 40s feel more comfortable. Um, can we come in and put 40 points on a Auburn team? You know, I would. You know, I'd like to say we could. I think it'll let us know uh, what kind of team we have. I think that's one of the things that we're we're curious about. I feel like we've seen some weird inconsistency with our offense, right? It feels like we're better than what we've performed in some of these games. And, you know, I want to say that we can come out there and we can, we can put up a Georgia, Auburn, or a Georgia, Miss, Ole Miss, uh, Penn State type numbers on Auburn, right? That's what I'm hoping. Um, Yeah, we we average about thirty two points a game. There's we've left some points on the board for sure, man. I had to keep bringing up A and M, but that was that was a glaring one. We left some points up on the board. Mm. Uh, a few of those too. Shoot, BYU probably could, we could score more. Yeah, but so we're you know we're about fiftieth scoring offense. Auburn's what was it seventy eight or something? I saw they give about twenty eight points a game. But like you're saying, it's those four games, those losses to those teams like that, Georgia and Ole Miss, that are that are putting those points up on the board. Everything else, they're you know probably only giving up twenty or even less than that. And we it's, should uh, really only be a two loss team, honestly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Missing field goals and losing games like that—that that almost doesn't even count as a loss game. And you had the chance to kick a field goal in that situation. If you did that play 10 times out of 10, nine of them, that damn ball's going through. Sorry. Yeah, it is. It is. It wasn't even an ugly kick either. It wasn't even like that Tennessee ugly like kick. But like that shit, could, that, that kick shouldn't have went through, dude. That was a terrible fucking kick, man. Look, like everything looked off on that. Dude, the fucking hold. As soon as he grabbed it, the hold. I don't think he got the fucking laces spun around. Fucking plant foot slipped forward. Didn't have a good fucking follow through. They might even got a fucking fingertip on it. The fucking thing's all wobbly and low and shit. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was good. Just a little wide right or whatever. So. Yeah, it's been good besides that. Uh, yeah, Auburn gives up 204 rushing yards a game. That's almost five yards a carry. That's not very good. 19 rushing touchdowns already. So this is a game where only Rocket and AJ should have a pretty good day. You would think. Well, you would hope. Uh, you hope so. I hope we can just run it. Look, that would be better if we could just run the ball and win every game, dude. Like. We need to start doing that. If we can just run our quarterback one way and run our running back the other way and, like, one of them has the ball, you don't know which one, we we need to do that. It might make sense to have a lead blocker like A.J. Green out there. Just saying. Hitting you full speed, you know. Running just as fast as everybody else. Just mowing people down. Oh, we've got Dominic Johnson right there who's ran physical. We're not giving him any carry, so might as well use him mm-hmm. at a lead block spot, put him out there, you know. You know what I mean? Shoot short yard situation. Let's let's go for it. You don't know who they're gonna who we're gonna give it to. 
Exactly, you know, and you can still do some fun stuff, right? Have you ever trapped anybody? That is great. Just let somebody through the line and fucking mow them down. Just ear hole the shit out of them. That's one of the most fun things to do in football. And then you just run right through the hole right there. Everybody gets to have a good time. The linemen's tearing somebody up. Running backs got a wide ass hole to go through. And you got a lead blocker running through the hole for you to take care of the first linebacker. Really all you got to get through is the safeties. No matter what, still a hell of a run. Most likely. Well, whenever you came down and you watched my offense play, we did that in that game. We ran trap the whole damn game, and we beat the hell out of that team. Yeah. So I know it works. I just don't understand why we won't run it, man. I did see some stunting on the defensive side of the ball. Some twists and stuff like that. You know, just some basic stuff. Uh, when we talked about needing to, you know, throw some of that in. And get some, you know, get some more pressure on the uh, quarterback, you know. Like what we had a four-man front this time instead. It's a three-man for quite a while. Um, Yeah. Still no sacks this game. That was kind of weird, though. I wish we would have need some against Auburn. Maybe we can just get a couple against. I forgot his name now already. Robbie. What is his name? Robbie or something like that. Robert. It's uh, oh, Robert Ashford. Ashford. Man. Robbie Ashford. If you got a name like Robbie Ashford, and you're going, you're playing. Will Rogers, the Cowboy star. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. You probably ain't winning these games. Playing KJ Jefferson. You know, you ain't, you ain't gonna win that. No. Poor old guy. I feel pretty good about it, man. I mean, we need to win. I mean, after last year. That was a terrible loss last year. They weren't very good last year. We got our ass whipped right before the bye week. That's the game that Pittman said he lost the sideline. Mm. Let him get down. Stuff kind of concerning. And then uh, I mean, we did turn around the rest of the season, but I don't. We, we need to. We need to avenge that. We shouldn't be. We've lost six in a row to Auburn. Six in a row. Mm. Like that's. And how about seven out of nine? Seven out of seven out of eight. My goodness. That eight out of nine. I, my apologies. We we have got to turn this around. Before that, I think we were even. We're down nineteen to eleven in the series, man. All because of this last, you know, shit decade. Got to turn it around, dude. You know, look, here's the thing. You know, you beat Auburn in a game that you probably can win. It's gonna let us know: Are we bottom of the SEC yeah. West, or are we middle of the SEC West? And that's what we're fighting for right now. Because whoever loses this is bottom of the SEC West. And I think I think most of the teams know this, right? I think they both know that there's a lot at stake here. And they're both going to be coming out, you know, to fight. I just think we got more talent than, than we've, we've utilized. And Pittman's already said 
this week, and I guess we should even mention this about the podcast. We're not going to be here next week because we got things to do. But he said that everybody's healthy already this week. So next week should be a cakewalk, walking apart, just getting a little bit more healthy. You know what I mean? Relaxing. You know, hopefully he's not, you know, just running the kids every day for that fumble. You know, just punish the rocket, just <laughs> make him throw up. I, I do, here's what I do think, and I, I said they should have done this to KJ too, and I still believe oh. they should duct tape the ball to their hand for the week for having the fumble. So I think that's appropriate. I don't think, I don't, not benching them, what's worse, getting benched or having the ball duct taped to your hand for a whole week? Even yeah, though, right. You probably can't duct tape it like with this, with the kids we got these days, but you could make them carry it around, right? Like in a little baby, like Carrie wouldn't put one of those baby things on yeah. and put the ball in and have to take that to classes. Don't lose it, you know. You wouldn't drop your baby. You can't drop that ball. Uh-huh. Put it in a little baby carrier. Make him take it to class. I think that'd be more motivating. Yeah, I'd be embarrassed. And then what? All right, so we, we beat Auburn, right? We both think we're going to beat Auburn. We beat Auburn. We go, we play Liberty. That's a That should be a sure win. Even if we lose to Auburn, Liberty's a sure win, right? And we need, you know, we, we need to win some games to get to a ball game. Like right now, we're not, uh, we're not ball eligible, right? And like, you look at our schedule, you got LSU, we gonna win that. That's a losable game, a winnable game, and a losable game, right? I feel like that could go fifty-fifty. You know, uh, Ole Miss. I said at the end of the year that we we're probably gonna beat us, and I have no reason to change that prediction uh, at this point. And then you got Missouri, who, you know, I feel like is probably about as good as Liberty, right? So you're gonna get that win uh, too. So. I feel like you got the Liberty you can count on as a win, and Missouri you can count on as a win, and then you got to pull one out somewhere, right? Yeah, I mean, I, hopefully that'd be nice just to beat Auburn and <clears throat> Liberty back-to-back and get to that six just right off the bat and not even have to. Feeling good going we, into that you know game? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope we win that too, but, you know. <clears throat> you get two – well, you got two wins in a row. And you're walking into LSU, it's a different, you know, you got a different type of mentality. You know, you've only lost three. You know, you got a, you're, you're on a winning streak. You know, you're six. Yeah, you're going to put up a W, right? And and that's that's a home, right? Isn't that a home game? Yeah. So that's a home game. Yeah. So, like, you know, we, we, it's the best possible place to be playing them, you know? Um, so you gotta feel good. I don't know. You gotta feel good about that. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel pretty good about it. Um, and we only got one SEC win so far. That's pretty embarrassing. I'm talking about these other teams' schedules and stuff, but exactly like you're saying, man, this is it. Are we gonna be the last? Because if we beat Auburn, Auburn is the last place team. We still we're the last place team again. All this changing mm-hmm. coaches, we're still the last place team. You know what I mean? And you go as well, Liberty, just it doesn't make a damn. 
it doesn't change anything when you go beat Liberty. You know, LSU or Auburn loses, doesn't matter. Doesn't change a damn thing. You're going in the LSU, bottom of the totem pole, you know, beat up. You, you won Liberty game. Yeah, of course you did. Everybody knew you going to win that. You know, you just don't have the same confidence. You're not middle of the road, SEC team. You can beat anybody on any day, you know. But, you know, LSU's in a down year, you know. They got old, uh, that old coach down there, Kelly, from Notre Dame and everything, and he's trying to, you know, get it all together, and he ain't got it yet. He, he's, he's pulled out some surprises this year, but he ain't got it where it needs to be yet. Oh, no, man. Um, but you know what, if they, if they knock off LSU this weekend and I don't know who they play in the week in between, you know, and they're, they're looking for, um, they're looking to kind of get up there. You know, they three and one, the conference, same as Alabama. If they beat Ole Miss, they're moving to the top of the conference. And if they come maybe by then we may be, <clears throat> especially if we're goodness, like you're saying, you know, lose, if, not you're saying we're going to do, but if we did lose to Auburn and beat Liberty. Or five and I mean five and four LSU, they're gonna be ready to come up here and win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So is this a must win? It's starting to feel like a must win. Well, yeah, and then you know if you think about LSU too and their games, that like they play Ole Miss, right? And it's like when you start thinking about it, it's gonna be defining where people are in the conference. That's another area that's gonna be defined of where. You know, old misses in the conference. You know, are they upper echelon? If they are, they, are they gonna get beat like everybody else and be, you know, middle of the road? You know, SEC team. So it's a so that'll 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 make a big difference, I think, when we roll in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, right now, this is undefeated, conference overall. So they've still got national championship hope. Mm-hmm. So. uh you never know what that what that game. So there's no easy. I mean, even Missouri, that Drinkwitz is they might be just five and six at that point. You know what I mean? Just searching for a bowl victory to keep some. You know, Missouri keeps them happy. You know, with him, mm-hmm. feel like he's doing an okay job making a bowl game. That's good for Missouri. So, uh, just still going to be tough, man. I mean, maybe if we can rattle them off, I say it tough. So hopefully, I could. Be, re- I mean, I will be, but everybody else can be really excited that when we win these games, because just kind of thinking about it, it'd be some, be solid to uh, win out. Oh, if we just beat Auburn, Liberty, LSU, upset Ole Miss, the only team to beat them the whole year, and then go down and beat Missouri, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, awesome. Just. Just be able to put old Miss in their place and stuff. You know, there was a time when it seemed like Pittman had, you know, his numbers. So, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. They're yeah. Just, they're yeah. just so good, man. They're just such a good team. I mean, I don't know. I guess we're going to find out. I guess they played a lot of weak teams, and it's probably a skewed view. But I've watched a few of their games, and I've just been surprised. How powerful their offense looked. Yeah, I mean it should be. I mean under Kiffin, man, that's why they, what he's been known for, why he's kept getting, you know, some good chances and 
we were talking about. Well, I mean, we wanted them, so this this podcast were favorites. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that would have been a good hire. It still would have been still proven right that you know people are like, oh, he's going to jump ship and do this and do that. Now, third year, he's still at, still at Ole Miss, putting up you know record numbers on offenses stuff and competing for championships. And while we're just good old boy Sam, you know, if he wins a championship this year. You know, at Ole Miss. I love Sam. Will he leave and go to a bigger program? I guess that's that's the question, I guess. But, you know, you just stay and try to continue that trajectory. Do you, what if you you take over, you know, what if Saban just starts going downhill from this point, man? What if he don't win a bunch of games here on out? Maybe his best seasons are. Six, seven, eight wins from here forward, just for the rest of his, yeah. you know, rest of his career. You know, just after that loss, everything just unravels. He just loses some teams he really shouldn't, and uh, Ole Miss just keeps winning. That'd be terrible. God damn! I'd rather them go to. I'd rather them go over to Nebraska or somewhere else, or I don't know what other job's gonna be open. Somewhere, somewhere, just get out of the conference. You know what I mean? Let Ole Miss hire. Hire another Matt Luke or whoever, just some random. It's like that's all they can get, you know. Of course, then they, you know what? Those lucky punks. They what they do is they'd probably be able to get Dion from down at Jackson. Go get him just an hour away or whatever. <laughs> just think of two coaches we might have should have had. I didn't mean to say that about Pittman, man. He, he is a good old boy. I didn't lie. I just I like Pittman, I think, man. I just just wish we were better this season. I think we're fixing to find out how good Pittman is. I think that's I think that's fixing to be found out, you know. Last year we said the same thing. We said, you know, we're going to find out, you know, what kind of coach we got at this point and then he turned it on and won some games, right? And then had a hell of a hell of a year. Uh and it was a really scary, you know, uh series of losses. Uh just like we had this year. Can we stop yeah. having those stupid ass series of losses we shouldn't have? You know, every year we're losing a game that we shouldn't, like this Texas A&M game, right? Like, we gotta stop doing that. At some point, we gotta we gotta improve, man. We can't be. I don't want to be stagnant, and I want to move backwards. That's the only two things I don't want. As long as we just keep moving forward, I'm fine with it. But the goal is a national championship, and if that's not your goal, well, what kind of fan are you? Seriously, right? What kind of administrator, coach, what what, what are you doing if that's not your goal? The goal is to win a national championship every single year, and we got to move forward to that, you know? I just want one for a pass away, man. I don't think it's too much to ask, you know? Maybe we can get it, man. Maybe, maybe it happens next year, you know? Maybe KJ stays. That one more, one more year, we make it a magical year. You never know what's going to I mean, I just, we haven't just, yeah, it should be the goal, man. I think we can win it one day, man. I think we can do it. Hell, Ole Miss is competing for one. You know what? Ole Miss is, I mean, it's not like they, they've just had a better history than us, you know? So no, if they can do it, we can do it. I think it's about getting the right coach. I very firmly believe that. Uh, I think yep. that we have plenty of money. You know, we got Tyson, we got Walmart. Uh, we're able to compete money-wise and pay our players just as well as everybody else can pay their players, you know. And you see 
Alabama being upset because, you know, everybody else can pay their players now like they used to, and it's legal, and they're just freaking out about it. You know, you see Jimbo out there just buying a football team, you know. And our biggest problem is the stupid contracts that we gave out prior to this one, two of them, right? And maybe we should stop throwing extensions and things around. Like, yeah, we, 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 we had a good, you know, contract with Pittman, and, you know, that's kind of why we got him, you know, over, over uh, Kiffin, and everybody knows it, right? It's, you know, it was the better Saving deal. money. It was the better, right. better money wise, right? And Pittman knows that, and he's got something to prove. You know, he's got a chip on his shoulder, and that's good because that's the kind of coach that you need at the university. So, you know, the thing about it is, is that chip big enough to, you know, turn it all the way around. You know, can he take us to the mountaintop? And that's 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 the goal. That's what we're that's where we gotta get to. We gotta get to Athens and we gotta get to the national championship game and we gotta get a damn W and bring it home. Yeah. I agree, man. I agree. Preferably before before the twelve team playoff scenario happens. Because then you have all these people like, Oh, that, that team got lucky and stuff, you know. Arkansas got in at 12 and just barely won that one, you know. We missed the whole damn BCS error. Whole damn error. We did. Yeah, we did. We got close one year. couple years I guess man. almost there man did we get close yeah. we haven't been to Atlanta since 2006 so. I really thought we were in 3-0 man I thought it was turning our way man I thought I thought it was going to be it this year it might be man it might be our year we might we might go the rest of this year without losing another game and I'd just be a three loss team you know you know, that'd be great. You know, I thought we were, yeah, I thought we were going to be in the year. I felt, I thought we were going to be undefeated. You know, you go and you beat Cincinnati, you play as well as you do against South Carolina. And you have a Missouri State game. You're like, Oh, goodness. Wait a second. That didn't, that didn't, that wasn't right. There's was some things not right in that one. You know what I mean? And you're, and you're looking at your scores. You're like, we are, we are having a hard time keeping folks. Scores low, so that's kind of worries. There you go in to lose a heartbreaker to <laughs> Texas A&M in a neutral location at Jerry World, an alumni of the University of Arkansas. You know he wants us to win. You know he's doing things, probably making things uncomfortable for A&M and stuff. You know, they probably switched out their seats, with hard seats in the locker room and stuff with. A, high back so give everybody kind of a little you know you're like wait a minute the seat just ain't this ain't comfy well you got all the Arkansas players those nice seats the Bulls used to have the padding and stuff that's awesome I'm just saying yeah. you should win at that venue that's all I'm saying and we lost it we lost at that venue way too many times and 
I don't know. I played. I I was, I was at that venue, and we we wasn't losing that much when Ohio was going. I'll just tell you that right now, right down now. We walked in that stadium. It was showtime. We got behind bad, and we still came back and won in that bitch. Oh yeah. I guess we should do a guess of it. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I really don't have one off the top of my head. Let's see here. Arkansas, 48. Auburn, 20. I'm going to say Arkansas, 38. Auburn, 32. Probably more like it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe our defense will shut them down. Man. Maybe we'll maybe we'll show up at this one. Yeah, it'll be interesting. You know? I'll, I'll be excited for it. It is at Jordan O'Hare Stadium, so. Yeah. Was that Fine Bombs? Wasn't that Fine Bombs score, or is he like a, is he an Alabama guy? I mean, He's I think he likes to. Oh, I think he went to like Tennessee, but he, uh, I don't know, man. He's just a Bama guy. I mean, I think he's always always been down in Alabama. Or... Mm-hmm. Like he got jobs down there. Like, in, like... yeah, that was his like big. Since Bryant, probably Bear Bryant was coaching, so yeah, and he's dealt with a bunch of those crazy fans. Pretty funny. They're they're all bitching about calls and stuff in that Tennessee game. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what happens, man. I don't even know if calls were bad. I was, you know, I'd see what I could of that game at the Arkansas game. It was at the same time. So, after I said some stuff about Arkansas losing hockey games, they came back and won two. Then they got their ass hammered against North Texas. So, I'm glad they won two. But maybe we could win, like, you know, the rest of these, maybe. We can turn it on. Talk some more shit about him, Chan. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do, man. I was hoping it was... That ain't enough. <laughs> I ain't sweeps. Have more than three wins. Well, we're going to go oh, play man. in the Route 66 showcase. We're going to play Miami, Ohio. That that should be an easy win. That's a small, teeny tiny, itty bitty school. Uh, and then Ferris State. I don't even know where that's at, so that's gotta be a small school. And then we're playing Davenport, another probably not the biggest programs. Now what'll be embarrassing is if Davenport or Ferris State is as good as we used to be when we were D two schools, and they're just you know playing one of these bigger schools just to just to beat them, and we go in there and get hammered by one of these, that would be embarrassing. 
But hopefully that doesn't happen. Man, should we have moved out of the SEC? I mean, got out. I don't know. It's fun. We're doing as good as we were. I don't know. What happened yes. to the two hockey teams? Remember, we had two hockey teams for a while. We had that was wild. We don't have two anymore. Mm-hmm. With that, why can't we have two? Was it D two and D three, or do we have a D one and D three? Yeah, it was something like that. Crazy. If the D3's real good, I might just start following them. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> we only got four games in Springdale, too, this year. Or six, sorry. Six games in Springdale this year, so. That's not a lot, you know? Goodness. No, it's not a lot. Wow. Wait. Uh, Ten. My bad. I guess that's better. Ten, yeah. No, those are Springfield. Never mind. So that's five. Because those are in Springfield. Now they play almost as many in Springfield as they do in Springdale. They do. You're welcome, hockey team, for us. You know, not been doing it you know. For years, for years, we've been talking about this hockey team, dude. We're trying to break y'all's whatever that other podcast y'all love curse they put on you. You could mail us a hockey jersey. That would help with the hog on it. Don't know me when the last year jerseys. Nobody wants those. I am thinking about spending $120 to do the hockey push thing because that's about how much a jersey costs. So that would be worth it. Then you get a free jersey if you get it. Watch me pay $120 and still not get the dang jersey. <laughs> Some kid, some five-year-old comes up here and says, hey, that's the closest. What the hell? Probably. Jersey, just walking around with the big jersey, just right by you. Little kid, just hanging down to the damn ground. <laughs> just making mud and just dirt on. Making a mockery of it. Wet from the eyes, and just like I would have fit me perfectly as a kid. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's not hilarious. Man, you deserve that. We had some basketball with the red white game. I should have went to that. I don't know why I didn't go to the. I heard something about baseball too, but I can't remember what it was. Oh yeah, there's false scrimmaging, I think. 
one hit one red or white red <laughs> red team one anthony black ricky council joseph pinion Jalen Graham, Jordan Walsh, Makia Mitchell, Ked Arbergost, and Lawson Blake was on the red team. And the white team was Trevion Berlays, Nick Smith Jr., Barry Dunning Jr., Jamani Johnson, McLee Mitchell, and Darian Ford. You remember the, like, last year they videoed it, so I watched that, and I guess that guy got in trouble for it, and they did it this year, which is really sorry they don't put these games out, you know, well, on the that, internet so we can watch them, you know? Well, two weeks ago they said it, said it was on SEC Network Plus, and then, like, before, like, a couple of days before, they just took that off, so I was like, oh, I forgot, so they said something, something happened, but yeah, it's... And then they played in Barnhill, so, you know, half the fans that might could show up can show up. Which is cool. I did play in Barnhill, but a lot of fans want to see you. They look like Mitchell and Graham are out there showing off quite a bit. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting year for sure. Smith's got a little action. Yeah, it was really Mitchell and Graham running the show on this one. Are we, are we ranked second, right? In the nation? Isn't that what I heard? Top 10. Was it second? Top, I don't think second. I don't know. Uh, AP poll, we were like 10th, I think. 10th. Okay. Where did I hear second at? Maybe there might be a poll out there for a second. I'm, I just know that at least the one I was thinking of, AP poll came out. That was the first time we've been ranked top 10 since the 94 95 season preseason. Yeah, it'll be a fun year. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how it, how it plays out for sure. Jesus Christ, this place has a number one in the ESPN way too early fall. Lord, all right, I need to stop looking at this. I'm going to get my hopes up. We'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see, yeah. My expectations are high, so that's all right. That's what happens when you've been to back-to-back -back Elite Eights and got one of the second or third ranked recruiting class. Should be high. Yeah, you think we'll be able to break the uh, break the curse and go all the way? You think that's the? I don't know, man. I sure hope so. I sure hope so. At least the final four will be nice. Goodness. You know what I've noticed is I haven't seen coach 
at a lot of other sporting events and stuff lately. Oh, he's he's pretty focused on, you know what I mean, practicing and doing their things and stuff. I mean, you used to see him like everywhere constantly. Oh, he's still out there. Oh, shoot, man, he's been traveling to all kinds of. I don't know if they're recruiting visits, so whatever he's doing, but he's he's always taking pictures at the other like professional sporting practices and stuff and getting pictures. He's all over the place. I mean, I don't know if the, it doesn't seem like he sleeps a lot and he's got a lot of energy, so hope he's not spending too much time away. Maybe he's recruiting, who knows, but You think he's spending way too much time away, huh? Oh, don't put that on me, man. I'm just saying, you know. Depends on how the year goes. Like, yeah, it was really good. It's like, man, I'm glad he got to go over there and see his kids play football. It was their senior year in high school football and stuff. And he went over there every every Friday night and watched them play. And we still won this national championship. Wasn't that so cool? But if it's just terrible, if it's just tanking, it's like, why is he over there? You know, Warriors. What the hell's he doing in their facility? I mean, the Lakers taking selfies with LeBron. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I guess know. I guess we better go, man. I really ain't got much. I can't I can't drag this out much for longer. Or do we want to do? Oh, we didn't do fantasy. We didn't talk about fantasy. Should probably drag it out a little longer and talk about fantasy. Yeah, I mean, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm all right. Well, I'm tired for first. I moved back in first after Arizona Irish beat me. There's still a five-game winning streak in this. So I'm first, Arizona Irish. You got big defending champions, big wiener bandits. Florida Hogs moving in at six. And Hall call, you're at eight, Chad, right there on the line, right there in the playoffs with Hogstradamus just on the outside. Running like a Razorback was talking about he's the second or third most points, and he's in 11th. I told him don't give up. There's a couple weeks left, but, you know, time is winding most down. points? Second or third? I mean, I thought he said, but I'm looking at it now, that's third most points, you know. Still. Well, I guess that should put him, you know, you would think that put him in a playoff spot. But. Chad, you've got the fifth most in your eighth. Big that. Wiener Bandit, he's... Big Wiener Bandit's not even, I mean, he's like the eighth or ninth scoring guy, and he's third, so you know how that works out sometimes. It's beating everybody. <laughs> Every week, everybody's like, man, I had a bad week when I played Big Wiener Bandit. <laughs> and then when you get to the, uh, then when you get to, always, always when you get to the playoffs is whatever, like, you got a team like that, and it's like, all I got to do is get through this, this one game, man, I think I can do it. Nope. Your team actually performs the way they were supposed to, and the other team performs the way they were supposed to. <laughs> you just get the ball. Anything. There might there might be a there might be a fantasy league that until recently I was I was undefeated and finally lost to and I was may not be the high scoring team. <laughs> I like it though. Shoot, if I have to kind of win, I'll I'll take the win. I'm not gonna apologize to anybody. You better have a good good enough week to get in the win category. I mean, it's not easy. It's not easy, and there's so many more choices in uh, college fantasy. You have to really 
be on your game and you gotta be willing to go in there and grab players mid-year let people go you know certain teams don't live up to their hype man certain players just don't perform like they did the first two weeks three weeks in you know and you gotta make hard decisions and stuff yeah to me the college game is much more challenging than the the nfl game if the oh, yeah. NFL game just had a role that said they had to let you know what their damn injuries were and who was playing by Friday night at midnight, it would be so much better, you know? That's really the major problem with NFL fantasy is the way they'll wait until right before the game and be like, oh, no, they're, you know, they're not injured. And they are, you know. Yeah, no, no, you're you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, they they're not very open about it. College has become starting to get more like that too. We're just trying to push the limits on what do we have to, you know, what do we have to say? Uh huh. But but NFL, I mean, a lot of people. There's, I mean, people can like it or not, but fantasy has a draws a lot of people into watching some. Shit, you know, shit games and stuff like games they wouldn't normally. So there is. It's important to have these guys. I mean, that's like me. Maybe I mean I wouldn't watch that random. Falcon Saints. You got to take all that into account if you're the NFL. You know, you got to start taking the fantasy player into account. It's gotten so large and so big. There's so many people doing it. Um, you know, and there's the money fantasy leagues now that some of these people do. Or they, they just know just bet all kinds of you know fifty dollars hundred dollars fantasy leagues I just, and stuff. I just do it for the love of the game. Well, some of these folks, yeah. some of these folks try to win big money, man. Big money, a lot of money rolling around on this thing. You know, I know we would never do anything that like like that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, you know, uh, I play for free. Well, let's have a moment of silence for Razorback Rich, who drowned in the toilet over at Protho Junction two weeks ago. Woo pig suey. Go hogs.